His name is Blake, he used to be a prude, then he became a slut, and now he's talking to you. It's Buttered Muffins. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Buttered Muffins with Blake. I'm your host, Blake, and today uh, we're going to talk about some stuff, so buckle in. Um, so I want to start off with just a little bit of housekeeping stuff real quick. Um, so right now this podcast is only available on SoundCloud currently because I'm still working on getting the artwork together and I want to kind of build up, um, a kind of a back catalog of episodes a little bit just to, um, just so I have something to upload to the new or to the different uh, platforms like iTunes and Spotify and whatever. So I'm currently working on that. I want to get, yeah, I need to get the artwork together and I want to get like a couple of episodes done and uploaded um, so that I've got something to start with, like a good starting point, I guess. Um, So yeah, that's uh, what's happening with that. So SoundCloud right now is the only place that um, you guys are listening to this. Unless I've finally gotten it onto another platform and you're listening to it on like iTunes or something, which is awesome. Good for me that I finally did that. I guess I haven't recorded an episode in a little over a week. It's been, I recorded on Sunday last time. Um, and today is Tuesday. I believe Tuesday is going to be the day that I record from now on, just because um, I only have one class on Tuesdays, and um, I've got a lot of free time on Tuesdays, so I'll be able to just sit down for an hour and record a podcast episode for you guys. So, but in that week and two days, I have had three hookups, uh, two of which were on the same night. Uh, so that's fun. Um, so we've got three more episodes, I guess, coming your way, um, in addition to what I said last time. So buckle in for that. The night with the two hookups is quite, a it's quite the story. So, uh, I really can't wait to tell it to you guys, but of course that's not going to be for a couple months now, uh, that you'll, you guys will be able to hear it. Um, but Believe me, it's a it's a fun one. You guys will want to tune in for that. In addition to that, I'm also on spring break this week, so I've got a lot of free time. So I am, of course, as always, uh, working on trying to find more. I mean, like, the search never really stops with me. Um, so I have one definite one, which is on Thursday, so you guys will uh, get that. That's shaping up to be uh, an exciting one, so hopefully you guys are excited to hear that one too. Um, what else? Um, and I think there t- there's one other, I think, definite one. I just don't have a definite day for it. It could happen tonight, for all we know. Um and then another one possibly on Friday night. So we'll see with that. We'll see how that goes. And then like one guy that's being really like flaky. So that probably won't happen. But there's a good chance of three happening this week. So we'll have even more episodes coming your way, guys. I mean, I I wasn't kidding. Like you guys are on this journey with me. And what a journey it's going to be. <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to address from last episode, um, I asked you guys at the end to, um, try and come up with, like, a fan base name. God, I keep hitting the microphone. Um, I asked you guys to, uh, come up with a fan base name for me. And my best friend, Miss Kylie, um, who is living in France now, and I miss her so, so dearly, um, but her and her fiancé listen to the episode, and they love it very much. So thank you guys. Thank you, Kylie. Thank you, Val. Love you guys so much. Miss you. Can't wait to come over for the wedding. But Kylie came up with a perfect one. And as soon as I saw it, I knew that it's it was what I was going to want to be 
the name for my fan base. So from now on, I will address you guys as the Buttermuff Girls. Um, obviously, in reference to the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, if you, I don't, I, you guys probably won't be able to see it because I think she has a private uh, account. But she, I'll save the, I'll uh, post the picture to the Twitter or the Instagram that she made because she put the current profile picture that I have of a muffin in front of the Powerpuff Girls like heart background and it just all oh, got me so weak. I laughed very hard and I immediately fell in love with it. So from here on out, you guys are the Buttermuff Girls, um, which I love so much. So thank you again, Kylie, for that. I think that's about all I wanted to get into towards the beginning right now. Just one other quick thing that I want to say because I really just want to like get it out of my system and like tell other people. Um, but I've been on such a Madonna kick the past couple days. I've listened to nothing but Madonna songs. I watched Truth or Dare. I watched the Blonde Ambition tour and I watched the Who's That Girl tour and... I don't know. Like I'm I'm just really tapping into my Madonna energy and I feel like it's helping me out. I believe that that's what got me my two hookups on Saturday. So praise be to Madonna, everyone. If you've got time today, if you're feeling it, if you're in the mood, pop on a Madonna song and just jam because she's got the bops, especially uh her 80s stuff that's that's the eras that I love the most but yeah I just want just wanted to get that out there that um I'm really I'm real I'm so into Madonna right now it's not even funny um I've literally bought I bought like six Madonna t-shirts um that I will be wearing all summer long uh so I'm super excited for that Okay, but now that that tangent is out of the way, we can get into the topic of today's episode, which is my very first hookup ever. Oh, baby's first hookup. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so I'm finally giving you guys what you signed on for. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it, guys. So I want to kind of uh, frame it uh, with this theme of losing one's virginity, I guess. So we'll just kind of preface it with that. Um, so the concept of virginity is kind of um, a societal thing, I guess. Like, we kind of made it up ourselves, I guess. Um, I'm not really sure why. Prob I probably should have done some research into this actual topic. Um if I wanted to frame it that, if I wanted to like frame it like this, um, but I'll just give you the basics. I mean, I'm pretty sure all of you know, but like a virgin is a person who has never had sex before. So I uh, learned what uh, a virgin was from the movie Hocus Pocus. Um, and for those of you, those sad, sad few of you who have never seen Hocus Pocus, uh, what are you doing with your life? It's a Halloween classic. Um, the whole thing in that movie is that a virgin has to light the black flame candle, and that's what brings back the Sanderson sisters. Um, and... Um, I'm pretty, like, the first time that I watched it, I didn't know what a virgin was, and I'm sure I asked or something, or I figured it out somehow, but yeah, so I would have been about, like, I don't know, like, nine or ten, maybe, like, eight, nine or ten, somewhere around there, so then, of course, as I was getting uh, a little bit older, uh, the concept of uh, still being a virgin was kind of weighing on my mind, um, of course, I was a virgin all the way up until I was almost 21. Um, so being 20 and still being a virgin wasn't the best feeling. Because, I mean, you don't want to be that person that is almost 21 and has never had sex with anyone before. It's not the greatest feeling. Um, but, I mean, I also wasn't, like... I mean, I welcomed it, but I wasn't, like, actively, like, I want to lose my virginity. I wasn't really putting pressure on myself, but I was, like, feeling pressure 
only because I knew that it was something that a lot of other people had done already. Like, a lot of other people my age had already, like, checked off their list of life accomplishments, I guess. In addition to that, the reason why I wasn't actively looking is because I'd also put uh, losing my virginity on such a high pedestal. I had said that I was not going to do anything unless it was, like, with a very serious boyfriend uh, or something, which was kind of where... Not where I was setting myself up for failure, but where I was making it a lot more difficult for myself. Um, Because finding a relationship is a lot harder than just finding someone to have sex with, uh, as I am well aware of now, Um, uh, as you guys will also find out uh, as we go through the episodes. But yeah, I had it on such a high pedestal that, um, like, it was just going to be something so special. And, I mean, it still was. It's still obviously going to be something that I remember for the rest of my life. But I just kind of, I didn't feel like it needed to be that, like, all-important to me anyway. I just decided that it wasn't... Uh, it didn't need to have all that weight on it. Um, so when I was approached, uh, by this guy who obviously wanted to help me out with that little life achievement, I guess, I don't know why I keep calling it that. I mean, it's just like, it's a normal thing that any, that everyone does, but I got like a milestone, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so... Uh, But when he approached me, I kind of like, I was like, well, this opportunity is presenting itself. I'm, I don't want to turn it away. So we might as well just go ahead with it. So I kind of just threw everything that I had really thought out the window, which is okay because it was what felt right to me in the moment and what still feels right. I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything really, um, because who needs a steady man? Who needs a boyfriend? Uh, not me, apparently. Um, eventually, maybe one day, but not right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really what I felt was right in the moment, so that's why I really decided to go ahead with it. So that's kind of my two cents on virginity. Sorry, it was really all over the place. I probably should have prepared a little bit more for that. But I just wanted to kind of frame the story a little bit better for you. Just kind of show you where my head was at on the whole losing my virginity thing before we actually got into the story of how it happened. Uh, But without further ado, here we go. We're going to get into this story time of when I lost my virginity to a hookup. So here we go. So in the last episode, I kind of introduced this boy. Uh, his na- I named him Jacob. That is not his real name, but that's what we're going to call him for uh, this podcast. I had gone on the coffee date with Jacob, and then he asked me to come over on a Thursday. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and I decided to do it. Because I, I mean, I'd gone out on the coffee date with him before, and I kind of, I trusted him a little more because of that, um, because he had taken the time to, like, take me out and get to know me, so I was like, okay, this guy isn't, like, all bad, or all just trying to get in my pants, we'll, uh, so, we'll trust him with taking our virginity, he seems nice enough. Um, and that, I think, was the most important thing to me. That was the, like, deciding factor in why I decided that this was, it was okay to do with this person at this time, because I trusted him, and he was nice enough, he was attractive enough, like, everything was just in place for it to happen. So I had said that it was going to be a movie night, and, um, I didn't know how that was gonna go, so me being a, a like overthinker and worrier and planner and all that kind of stuff that I have inherited from my mother. Thanks, mom. She'll never be listening to this, but um, thanks anyway, mom. Um, 
I decided to pack movies just in case. Uh, just just to have a wider variety of things. I packed like a bunch of movies that aren't on Netflix or anything, but are ones that I really love. Like, I think I brought... Um, I took like Adam's Family Values and like True Beverly Hills. I think I took Teen Witch. I took Say Anything. I took... Um, I think I might have taken something else Halloween themed, even though it was, I mean, it was late September, so I guess it was kind of appropriate. Um, so yeah, I took those movies and I got all ready to go and I left. My family was like gone for some reason. They were out at dinner, perhaps. I don't know. Um, but I then uh, got in my car. He lived like 35 minutes away. So I was like, okay, let's go. Um, now, I had not eaten at all that day, I think. Um, and I had had classes basically all day. That was, I think that was my late, yeah, that was my late day. So I hadn't, like, eaten anything all day, and I was starving. So, uh, like, as I'm leaving, I'm like, did, did you have dinner? Did you happen to have dinner yet today? Uh, and he was like, no. And I was like, great. We're going to get food tonight, too, because I am starving. And he was like, okay, cool with me. So I get to his house, and he comes out, and he's wearing a black tank top and black skinny jeans and I think black Doc Martens or something. And it was just all tight-fitting, and it was all right. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm, a, I'm even more on board now. Um, so we go inside and we try to like figure out what we want to do for food. And he was like, well, there's a Waffle House. And I was like, okay, cool. Mind you, I'd never been to a Waffle House before. I just never had for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so it was a night of firsts. First time at Waffle House, first time hooking up with anyone. So that was cool. So we drove to Waffle House. I drove because his car is not the greatest. Um, uh, so I drove and he had to like direct me the entire way there uh, because I didn't know the area. Um, uh, we went to Waffle House and we went and we had food. And it was, again, really awkward, like stunted conversation with a lot of long, awkward pauses and I don't know why. I guess we're just both introverted, awkward people. And that's the explanation for it. Um, but it didn't make it any easier. Um, it was, yeah, it was real painful at the time. I also happened to bring up that I was getting laser surgery on my birthmark the next day. Um, I'll send a picture to the or send a picture. I'll put a picture up on the Instagram uh, when this episode goes up uh, so you guys can see what the aftermath of that looked like. Um, but I was... Because he, he brought it up, actually, because um, I had posted... A, I think it was, like, the newest picture on my Instagram at the time uh, of the first uh, laser surgery. I went through four of them back uh, from, like, August to December. Um and he was just asking how those were going. And I think I I might have said that I uh, had one, like, earlier when we were texting. Like, I might have said that I had to get up for that, to go to that. Uh, but I can't really remember. But I know that we talked about it at dinner. So we eat, and we get up to leave. And he pays for me, which was really nice. Uh, I really appreciated that. Um, and then we leave, and we go back to his place, and we go into the basement, and he has, like, this little couch set up, and he has, like, his PlayStation and whatever, and it's, like, his little area. He has, like, his guitar there, like, whatever. His play—he was living—he, I guess, still does—lives with his grandparents, and the only reason that I had gone over that night was because they were in Florida. He didn't usually have people over. Because, obviously, like, how can you when your grandparents are there? Um, and he wasn't um, out to his family or anything. Um, so everything had to be on the DL. But they just happened to be out of town. So, er like, literally everything was, like, falling into place perfectly. So 
we're in the basement and he's on Netflix try, trying to be on Netflix actually. Um his Netflix ended up not working on his PlayStation. Um so guess whose movies that they packed came in handy? Mine. I love being a planner and an overpreparer. Um so I like take out all the movies and you heard the movies before they're all like weird movies. Um, but he picks Say Anything, which was, of course, the most romantic option uh, for him to pick. Because, obviously, because he was trying to get in my pants that night, obviously. Um, so we're sitting and we're watching the movie. And he, like, he puts his arm around me and it's, like, very cute, very cliche and whatever. Um... And I keep feeling my phone buzz. And they were texts from my mother. And I wasn't, like, getting my phone out because that would be, like, rude. Um, But then I feel my phone buzzing, buzzing, like, repeatedly, which means a phone call. And I take out my phone, and it's not a phone call. It's a FaceTime call from my mother, who doesn't know that I'm at a boy's house. Who doesn't know that I have even been in contact with a boy? She thinks I'm at my friend Molly's house. So I tell him, I'm like, can you pause this for a second? I will be right back. And I ran upstairs to his kitchen and I was like, mom, what do you want? She was like, I was just calling to make sure you got to Molly's okay. And I was like, yes, mom, I got to Molly's okay. Sorry, I wasn't right next to my phone. We're making cookies or something. And she was like, okay, can I say hi to Molly? And I was like, no, mom, she's in the bathroom. She was like, okay, we'll have fun. And I was like, thanks, mom, I will. And I hung up and I breathed a sigh of relief because honestly, that was probably the worst thing that could have happened. And I got through it and I handled it, uh, which was lovely and amazing. Um, So then um, I go back downstairs um, and he puts his arm back around me and we're sitting and watching the movie. Um, and all during this movie, he keeps looking over at me and just staring at me for like a good 10 seconds at a time. And I know what he's doing. He, he like wants me to look over at him so he can like make out with me or something. And I'm like, oh, no, no, sir. If you want it, you're going to have to ask for it. You, We're not playing these weird games. Not at my first time. No, no. Um, so, but he keeps doing that. Like, he does it probably five or six times throughout the movie, just looking over and staring at me. Um, and I'm just, I'm not taking the bait. I refuse to because I'm weird and awkward. Um... So we keep watching the movie and literally like around the last 10 minutes, he looks over at me and he stares at me like he has been doing, but he doesn't look away after like 10 seconds. And then I finally look over at him and I'm like, oh, what? Like very coy and like, like, what? What, what do you need? And, <laughs> and um, uh, he was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, uh, yeah. So... Uh, he leans in and uh, he makes out with me. And that's my first kiss with a guy ever. Fully 20 years, 11 months old. My first kiss with anyone, actually, period, boy or girl, in any capacity. Um, so yeah, that happened during Say Anything. Um... And if you guys if you guys don't know what Say Anything is, it's that 80s movie where it's John Cusack and it's the one where he's standing outside the girl's window holding the boombox playing their song. Um, and that's the, that's the only thing that you're going to know it from. But it's that. And uh, it's very romantic and whatever. Um and cute in a very, like, it's an 80s rom-com, so it's, like, very cute, and, uh, gets you in that romantic mood. Um, then the movie ends, because it only had, like, five minutes left at that point, um, 
And then he's like, he asks me like what I'm like planning on doing. Like, am I going to stay over? Am I going to go home? And he was like, no pressure. You don't have to stay over. And I'm like, oh no, I'm in it to win it, bud. I'm staying over. I'm staying the night. I am getting my, I'm losing my virginity tonight, hun. Like no, no questions asked. It's happening. And he was like, okay, cool. So then we go upstairs and we sit in the kitchen for a second and he takes his antidepressant, which was a huge mistake. Uh, if I would have known what was going to happen next, uh, I wouldn't have let him do that. I would have made him wait until after uh, my virginity was lost. Yeah, he does that. As That's foreshadowing. You're going to see why it's a bad thing later. Uh, so we go upstairs and I'm thinking in my mind like, okay, so we're coming upstairs. We're going to go to bed and we're going to like just go to sleep and that, that'll be fine. Um, I got my first kiss. I at least got something out of this experience. Um, so I go into the bathroom and I, for those of you who don't know me in person, uh, I have Invisalign because I need to straighten my teeth out. I mean, why else do you have Invisalign? Um, but I have I have Invisalign. And that was right when I had gotten my Invisalign. That was probably like two months into Invisalign. So I was still like very strictly following the Invisalign rules. Now I'm really bad and I only wear my Invisalign when I go to sleep uh, because I am a hashtag rebel. Um, but I went up... So I literally like brought my Invisalign with me to this hookup, which I would absolutely never, ever, ever do now. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, well, I do. It was my first time, but still, that's no excuse. <laughs> um, so I put my Invisalign in because I think we're actually going to bed, which was not the case, as you'll soon find out, and as I soon found out. Um, and so I go in, and I sleep in my clothes because, as I said, I mentioned briefly last episode, I don't like being naked, really. I don't know why. It's just not something that I like. I guess, I guess I am a very modest person, even though I'm like, not really as much as I used to be. I just like to sleep in clothes. I don't know. I like, I'm that crazy person that also likes to sleep in socks. So go figure. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but that it's just who I am. So I'm in bed in like full clothes and he gets into his underwear like most boys do. Um, and we're laying in bed and I'm like all the way over as far as I can get onto my side of the bed. And obviously I'm like really nervous cause I don't know what's going to happen next. This is the first time I've slept with a boy. Um, so it was just, my heart was all a flutter. I didn't know what to do. Um, so then he comes up behind me and like big spoons me. Um, and we like cuddle for a second. I think he like kissed my neck. Um, and then like, I wasn't really getting into it or, like, reciprocating or anything because I didn't know what to do because I, this was my first time. Um, and he, like, starts to sense that something is wrong. And he's like, he's like, what's the matter? You seem, like, really distant or like, whatever. You're, like, literally as far onto the side of the bed as you can get. And I was like, um, uh, and I was like, kind of stalling and then in my head I was like you have to let him know because if you don't then this isn't going to go very well like he's not going to know this that this is your first time and he's not going to know that he has to like kind of help guide you through it so I was like um I am uh I like there is something up um it's that I've never done anything with a guy before and he was very shocked to find this out. Um, I don't know what about me uh, made him think that I was a promiscuous person at all. I mean, if if he could see me now, girly, he, like, I'm a whole different person. Yeah, he was, he seemed really shocked, and I was, like, really confused as to why he was so shocked. I was like, is that, is it that shocking? that I've never done anything before. Uh, but apparently, yeah, it was. Um, so then he tells me to, like, flip around to, like, face him. So I flip around to face him, and then he just starts making out with me. Mind you, while I still have my Invisalign in. Not only, not only my Invisalign, but... We're also trying to adjust my bite with my Invisalign. It's, like, shifted 
off to one side. So I have to wear rubber bands to like help align it. Rubber bands only on one side. So I have my Invisalign with my rubber bands in. And he's just go fully making out with me. Um, so that was awkward. It was kind of hard to like get in the mood while I was still thinking like, oh my God, my Invisalign is still in. This is a problem. Um, so, but then it starts to get a little bit hot and heavy. Um, he, uh, takes my shirt off of me and then he takes my pants off of me. Um, and then he like gets on top of me, which I, I was like, oh, oh, we're, we're like getting into it now. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why that was the thing, but yeah. Uh, so he like gets on top of me and we make out like that for a second which was nice. I mean, this is all like lovely for me. I'm like, oh my God, it's finally happening for me. All that I've like built up in my mind, it's finally like happening. Um, and that was really nice. That was really exciting for me. Um, so then, uh, we like make out for a little bit and then he's like, so you've never had a guy suck your dick before? And I was like, uh, no, if I've never made out with anyone before, that was another thing too. Um, I told him that downstairs, that was my first kiss that I'd ever had. And that was another like layer of being him being really shocked. So he's like, have you ever had your dick suck? And I was like, um, no, obviously. Um, so then he was like, do you want me to suck your dick? And I was like, uh, yes, please (laughs) go, go right ahead, sir. Um, so he like, It was very, very erotic at the time. Um, And it's still, like, if a guy does it, it's very nice, like, to this day. He, like, uh, started, like, kissing my neck, and he, like, progressively started, like, kissing down my stomach, down my chest, like, whatever. And, like, went all the way down and then started sucking my dick, and it was... Okay, so we're gonna get into this now. Having my, like, having my dick sucked for the first time was a very, it's an odd sensation the first time it happens, because it almost doesn't feel like anything, like, when the mouth first goes on. It, like, it, it, it's just warm body parts, like, going together, so it doesn't really, like, feel any different, um, but then, like, as, as it, like, keeps going and there's more movement, uh, up and down, uh, then it, that, that's when it, like, starts to feel nice. Um, in my experience, anyway, that's how it was the first time it happened for me. Um, uh, this is also, okay, this, (laughs) I'm gonna let you guys know, this is, like, you guys signed up for this, this, this is what you're gonna learn. Um, this is also when I, uh, learned that I have a large penis, uh, which is lovely information for someone to find out about themselves. It was nice for me to learn. Um, I don't know. It's just, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but like for guys, that's just something to be proud of. I don't know why it's, but it's a thing. So, I mean, obviously, I'm sure, like, everyone knows that's a thing, but, yeah. So that's when I learned that, um, and literally on every hookup since then, that has come up, that I have a big dick. Um, so you'll probably hear that in about every single one of these episodes, and it's not me trying to, like, boost my ego or anything, it's just what they say to me. I couldn't care less if my dick was big or not, but it is, so it's what I have to hear every time I whip it out. So just bear with me when we have to get to that. As you can tell by how my voice sounds right now, I'm not the most comfortable talking about it, but it's... You gotta, you gotta know for the context, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, so that's when I found that out. Um, he said it was like cartoonishly big, uh, which was, that was a little less sexy to hear. Um, but still cool nonetheless, I guess. Okay, so I'm gonna stop talking about that now. Um, so then, uh, after that is happening for like a little bit, he's like, um, he asks if I want to suck his dick. And I was like, uh, yes, I do. Uh, but one problem, I still had my Invisalign in. 
So I, I was like, hold on one sec. And I get up and I run to the bathroom and I like rip out my Invisalign, throw them in my case. And, uh, I also sold my socks on at this point because he didn't take my socks off. So I took that moment to take them off uh, because I didn't think having socks on the first time you were, like, I didn't think having socks on while I was losing my virginity was going to be a cool thing to look back on. So I did away with those. So then I come back and I do my best for my first blowjob, but... It wasn't the best. I know. It it just wasn't good. Uh, but, I mean, it's forgivable because it was my first. Um, and also, kind of foreshadowing, I do redeem myself later. Um, but for right now, for my first blowjob, not good. Not great. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. So, literally, it, this was right around the time that I got my Invisalign. Um... I was at my internship, an internship that summer. This was just last summer. I had gone to get my teeth scanned for my Invisalign the day before. And while I was at my internship, I was having lunch and my jaw dislocated. And it was a whole big fiasco. Like that's, it's really a whole nother story for a different time. But just know that it was very traumatic. And I had to go to two emergency rooms. So that, it was just not fun. So, and that was just, that was literally like two months earlier, two or three months earlier. Um, so I was scared of it happening, happening again. Um, so I was like, well, I can't really open my mouth as wide as I should be. And I knew that in my head, but I didn't want to open it too wide because I didn't want my jaw to dislocate at my first, like when I was losing my virginity, like it wasn't, that was not something that I wanted to happen. So I didn't open my mouth as wide as I should. So uh, him saying teeth uh, during it was something that I had to deal with. Um, Just had to deal with that shame, I guess, for a second. I didn't really care because also it was my first blowjob. So I was like, I don't know. Oh, Oh, I also didn't know. I was... So, of course, my only... um, my only reference for what I should be doing was porn. So um, I didn't really realize that I could uh, like use my hand to kind of stabilize the dick and like jerk it off at the same time, uh, which is probably a lot more pleasurable anyway, or it like at least gets the job done faster. I don't know. Um, but that information before I started would have been helpful. He didn't tell me until after I was done. Um, but again, like it was, it was my first time. Um, and he also knew that and like, he knew it was my first time. So he didn't like judge me too harshly, which was nice. So then, um, he goes back to sucking my dick for a little bit. Um, and that was nice. Um, but then, uh, he didn't finish me off. Uh, I did not orgasm that night, nor did he, uh, because I didn't really uh, decide to go back for seconds. Um, So that was fun. Um, And I had like, I was getting close and then he just like stopped and was like, "Mm, I'm tired. Um, So then we were kind of like done with like all that kind of stuff. Um, And then we, like, laid next to each other and, like, cuddled and, like, made out a little bit more. Um, But then he said he was tired because of his goddamn antidepressant that he took before we went upstairs. Which, what I want to know is, he knew, he was the one that had it in his mind that we were going to hook up. Like, mainly, like, this was all his plan. I want to know why he decided to take the antidepressant before we went up to bed. Um, I don't know why he didn't wait until after we had done things. Maybe that's why I thought, like, maybe that's why I thought to put in my Invisalign and that we were just going to bed because he took his antidepressant like he was, like, ready to go to bed. I don't know. But it wasn't fun. It was a very homophobic antidepressant. Um, 
So that's cool. He also said that he can't drink while he's on it. So he like can't drink at all. So that's cool too. Um, so yeah, then he was like, um, we can go into the other bedroom because the other bedroom had like air conditioning. I don't know if it had air conditioning or if it was just cooler. I think it might've just been cooler. So we went into the other uh, bedroom and he was like, uh, he was like, make sure I don't fall. Because he, because like his antidepressant like knocked him out like that badly. He was like, like it's kind of setting in. So like, just make sure I don't like stumble or anything. And I was like, oh my God, this is ruining my life. So that was cool. Um, so as we're going into this room, this, I guess it's their guest room. Uh, it has a lot. There's like a dresser in it. And on this dresser is a lot of family photos of, like, family members of his as, like, children, and, like, pictures of his grandparents. And that was just really awkward for me, because I'm butt-ass naked, just, like, walking into this room with him. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that was just awkward. Um, so then we got into bed, and we cuddled more, uh, until we both fell asleep. And I remember he fell asleep on top of my arm. And I remember it was like, my arm was really falling asleep. So I had to like strategically get it out from under him without like waking him up, uh, which I did successfully. So props to me. Um, so he had to get up at seven thirty the next morning because he was starting a new job. I remember he was texting me that whole week that he was at orientation for this new job. He would have to go to like five hour long like classes or something, which was insane. Um, but like the job that he's doing, like I understand why they had to train for so long, but like still the that's crazy. Um, so he had to get up at seven. Like mind you, this is like a Friday, so he had to get up at like seven thirty to go to his new job, his brand new job. This was his first day of work. Um, so that was terrible. Cause I don't really remember what time we went to bed, but it was like late. Um, and I had to get up for no reason because I didn't have to be, I didn't have to be home until like nine 30. And even when I got home at like nine 30, I was still able to like shower and like get ready to go to my birthmark, uh, appointment. So we get up and it's like ridiculously early and we're both like, uh, getting dressed in like this awkward silence. Um, and I'm, we're like both dressed and we're getting ready to go downstairs and he like stops me and he pulls me in and he makes out with me again, which is, which was very nice and very, again, just, erotic I guess I don't know I I hate using that word again but like it was it was like it was really nice just to like have that for the first time um so then we went downstairs and he like made himself a quick breakfast or whatever and then we go out into his driveway and we have this really awkward goodbye as is the precedent for us we can't not do anything without being awkward uh so that's neat so we're just like standing in his driveway saying goodbye and i'm like thanks for paying for dinner thanks for having me over i had such a great time i'll text you so i go to my car and i drive home and i facetime my friend molly on the way home and i recount to her this entire story like basically just how i recounted it to you um and, um, I drove home and since it would have been suspicious, uh, if I like got home this early, um, I went and sat in the Starbucks parking lot. Uh, there's a Starbucks like near my house. So I went and sat in that Starbucks parking lot, uh, and waited for it to be an appropriate time for me to go home. Um, and I just sat and like continued FaceTiming my friend to like get out the whole story to her. Uh, then I, I went home and I got a shower and like got ready to go, uh, have my face burned with a laser to try and 
lighten up my birthmark and prevent cancer and whatever, which is nice. But yeah, that was basically the the story of the time that I lost my virginity. And I say, <clears throat> here, this is another thing. I, I say losing my virginity because, I mean, it basically was. It was the first time that I did anything, like, remotely sexual with a person. So... I I consider that losing my virginity. When it happened, I just said half virgin. I said I like half lost my virginity because it was like it wasn't like actual sex, but like looking back now, it's I think it it's like close enough. It qualifies enough for me. So that's just what I'd say as my losing my virginity story. Um but yeah. So that was that. Um and then now, uh, I'm, I'll get into uh, what my actual feelings were at the time from my diary entry that I made about it. So let me go run and get that real quick. Okay, so I just kind of read through the entry to try and get some fun little quotes for you. And one of the things I said was, I remember thinking during it, oh my god, this is my Jack and Rose in the steaming car moment. Um. And I hate myself because of that. Um, but also, that wasn't really my Jack and Rose in the steaming car moment. That will come next episode, guys. Uh, buckle yourselves in for that. That'll be that's that's gonna be a wild ride. Um, but I also uh, at the end of that entry, I talked a lot about how I was very proud of myself for the growth that I was showing because I had said in it that like if you had asked me. Uh, if you would have told me like a month ago that I would do that, I would have laughed in your face, which was honestly the truth. I wasn't expecting anything to happen to me anytime soon until I found like a serious boyfriend or whatever. I was still very much in that mindset. Um, but I think, yeah, I was very, uh, very proud of myself for that growth, uh, that I showed for like kind of throwing caution to the wind and, you know, just hooking up with a guy just because that's what I felt was right and that's what I wanted to do and I thought that's what would make me happy in the moment and as it turns out it did so yeah that's kind of that's how I felt at the time um and I guess kind of how I still feel now um but now I'll give you kind of the aftermath of this whole thing so we texted um for a little I think we texted for maybe two or three days afterwards um, I remember he asked me later that day, um, how my birthmark surgery went, which was really sweet of him. Um, but then we texted for the next couple days and it was like, it was, the conversations didn't really go anywhere. Like it would, it was probably like four messages back and forth between the two of us. And then after, like after the second day of that, I was like, okay, this is too much effort to try and put forth for this if the conversations won't even go anywhere. So we're just going to not respond. And if he wants to keep talking to me, then he can. But I'm not going to waste any more time and energy on this. Which, honestly, I'm glad I did because nothing did come of it. So there we go. We love having some wisdom. But uh, then also, I didn't do anything with anyone for a good four months after uh, when I lost my virginity. So that's cool. Um, I don't know why. I think I still wasn't like the most comfortable or like prepared to do things with other people yet, I guess. Um, But definitely... After New Year's 2019 hit, that's when I was definitely, like, starting to look for more things and, like, try to actively get more hookups. And believe you me, Buttermuff Girls, I I got them. Um, but uh, after the four months, uh, the, the hookup that actually broke the four-month chastity streak was with this same guy that I lost my virginity to. So, uh, next week's episode will include uh, Jacob, our good friend Jacob, once again. Um, But then after that, we will never hear from him again, which is totally fine by me. I mean, he's, 
he was sweet and whatever, and he had a nice body, but like when the conversation is just too much effort or that there's even like a conversation trying to be had, like you're trying to have like (laughs) a deeper connection to this person other than just sex. It's very exhausting. Um, especially when he's like awkward and can't really hold a conversation. Um, but yeah, so I think that's about it for today's episode. That's kind of the whole story of how all that happened. Um, along with some random ramblings about virginity in there. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys are following me on Twitter, uh, which is at buttered muffins. Um, I like to post updates there sometimes. Um, and obviously ask you guys questions like what you guys wanted to be called. Um, I don't think I really have a question for you guys today. Just know that the, podcast will be coming to other platforms very soon just as soon as I get everything like completely ironed out and perfect to so that they can go on those platforms also make sure you're following our Instagram at buttered muffins pod uh I post uh behind the scenes pictures of when I record the episodes and I also I also post uh pictures that pertain to the episode like visual aids stuff like that Also, you guys, if you are listening um, and you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoyed last week's episode and this week's episode, um, make sure you tell your friends. If you think they would find this funny or even empowering in some way, I don't know. The thing is, when I hear stories about people like like owning their sexuality and like just doing what they want, no holds barred, unapologetically them... It's just, it's really empowering to me. And that's also kind of why Madonna speaks to me, tying it back to her at the beginning as well. Uh, Because she's just so unapologetically her and she really owns her sexuality and just expresses it any way that she wants, any way that she feels comfortable. And I don't know, it's just really inspiring to me, really empowering to me. So yeah, if you guys think you know of anyone who could use a laugh or would like to hear about stuff like this. I don't know. Signal boost it, kind of tell them about it, get them to listen to it. I really would like this to kind of reach a wider audience, not necessarily like take off or anything, but I'd like a lot more people to hear about it. I'm not sure why, just to, I don't know, just because I would have liked to hear it when I was like, uh, wanting to lose my virginity or like uh, starting to look for more uh, starting to actively look for more hookups uh, so yeah that was kind of a roundabout way of saying um, make sure you like share it with your friends and tell them about it um, so that uh, I can build up a bigger fan base um, so But yeah, I think that's about it, guys. It's a little bit shorter than last week's episode, unfortunately. But I just kind of wanted to... I mean, I just wanted to tell the story. I mean, that's kind of all I can do. It just takes as long as it does. But anyway, until next time, my little buttermuff girls, make sure you keep your muffin buttered. Bye!